Father, we are but common men and women with a common need for a Savior. Thank you for your great perfection that is shown to us in Jesus Christ. May we never for a moment take our eyes off of this perfection to establish our own perfection, which is not perfect at all, no matter how hard we attempt or try to deceive ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we have a new contributor to Gospel.com which is my brother and friend, Rick Weiscarver. A wise man he is, yet a common man. He writes in his uh, article, his first article that he has posted entitled Paradigms, Parasites, and Paul. He says this, I've learned through my experiences as a common man working with common men. So he's learned many, many things from practical experience as he's in the trenches with common man and common men. And, and you ask, well, how do you know Rick? Because we were in the trenches together, common men. We've never proclaimed ourselves to be anything more than that. And guess what? We've learned many things within these trenches called life. It seems that when we begin to think that we are no longer common men, we become unlearned men. Which brings me to Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. The problem is that unlearned men do not live by this measure of faith. They live by a measure of lust. And all I can say, my friends, is that judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. Joel chapter 3 and verse 3. And they have cast lots for my people and have given a boy for an harlot and sold a girl for wine that they might drink. All I can say is, drink now, sex traffickers. Drink now, porn addicts. Drink now, pedophiles, while you still can. But just remember this. The judgment of God is near and the judgment of God is ripe. Brad Jones had replied to this and says, I'm pretty sure that it's already come in the form of the complete embrace of sodomy in the West. God has already given us over. And the fruit of it is the chaos and insanity that we see all around us. Well, we've been told about this for a long time. It's mentioned by Paul, as Rick had referenced in the title of his article, Paul, as he speaks to the Romans in Romans chapter 1, specifically verses 25 through 28, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. 
And I will tell you this, my friends, this lust is not limited to men turning to men and women turning to women. What about your porn? And all the fornication and adultery, just as guilty, and it will be judged. May it not be so named among the saints. May this lust not be named among the saints. May we live by the measure of faith that we have been given us, not by the measure of lust that's within us. God help us all. Peter Crosby on Gab says, The wickedness in America in these days comes up to the level of the wickedness done by Israel and Judah in the days of old, including sacrificing children, abortion. I don't see this nation turning from its wickedness except through a massive judgment of God. We have no hope in the repugnance and certainly not in the democrats he says lord god maker of all things in the heavens and the earth have mercy on your elect when your judgment comes well the good news my brother in christ peter is that we have found mercy in christ our lord the same mercy that the angel of death will not have on man there will be no mercy when this angel is unleashed i saw a Trending tag of this week, Angel of Death. It was trending on Twitter. And it's not the angel of death that you and I need to fear, my friends. We must fear him in Matthew 10, 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body and hell. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, I will not sugarcoat it. Your body and soul will be destroyed in hell if you live after the lust of this flesh. And not after the measure of faith that is given to us by the gift of God through Jesus Christ. You say, why is there war? Why is there famine? Why is there destruction and death in this world? Tell you, my friends, God uses war. He uses these things to draw men unto him in his mercy and his grace to bring man to his knees. He judges the heathen and he humbles his people by these things. Know that God is in control. Joel 3.12, let the heathen be awakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there will I sit to judge all the heathen round about. The question is, are you on the side of the heathen or are you on the side of God's people? Joel 3:14 Multitudes multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Now it's in these valleys that we will find ourselves on one side or the other. We will either find ourselves among the people of God or the enemies of God. Our choice Joel 3.16, the Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem, and the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. And it's at this moment that we begin to understand that there is a difference between the earthly Jerusalem and the Jerusalem that is above, but the, earth, the earthly Jerusalem knowing that this Jerusalem is not holy and that it is inhabited by strangers, the enemies of God, they've made their choice. And I pray that many would reconsider before it's too late. 
Joel 3.17, So you shall know that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then shall Jerusalem be holy, and there shall be no strangers pass through her anymore. Jesus is coming, my friends. So therefore, this holy Zion, this holy mountain, this heavenly Jerusalem, which will be combined with this earthly Jerusalem when Jesus Christ comes, there would be no more strangers in this land. And before we get there, blood will be spilled. And I'll tell you this, either your blood is cleansed by the blood of the lamb or your blood remains polluted and disease-ridden with sin. Period. It's one or the other. Joel 3.21, For I will cleanse their blood that I have not cleansed. For the Lord dwelleth in Zion, the true Zion. I am marching to Zion. Not to be confused with the carnal Zionism of our day. Now I hear this term uh, concerning pure blood. I hear it spoken of much in these days concerning those who refuse to take uh, the jab. And that even how that these people may, may become more desirable uh, to those who are so-called pure bloods. It seems that these type of pure bloods have always been sought out but just not mentioned in the manner that they ought to be in, and that is the true bloods in Christ. Because they've always been sought out. This is nothing new. They always seek those whom the word of the Lord is with when they are in trouble. Think about it. You, you have a, lo a lost one that you love in your family. You go through a job loss Something tragic happens in your home and in your life. Who do you go to? You go to the man of God whom you trust. Woe to you if there is no men of God within your arm's length reach. But if the, even if there's not, we are without excuse because God is always near. Jesus Christ will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. 2 Kings 3.12, and Jehoshaphat said, the word of the Lord is with him. He said, the word of the Lord is with him. He identified a man of God. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Kings went down to men of God. But when you seek out these people, I will have you know this, my friend. True men of God, be ready to not hear what you want to hear. They will tell you exactly what you need to hear. Question is, are you thirsty? Because sometimes we must dig ditches where there is no water, and you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that you're going to have to go dig some ditches where people tell you that there is no water. It's not what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear because it's from God. 2 Kings 3.16, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Thus saith the Lord. Why do you think that I mentioned so much scripture when I preached the word of God? Because I'm not preaching the word of God unless I'm mentioning scripture. 
Thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Therefore, you're going to have to go, my friend, by faith, because this world is going to tell you that there's no water there. Why would you go to that valley of no water and dig ditches? We know that there's no water. No, you don't know that there's no water because thus saith the Lord. Chuck Mathis commented on a question that I asked yesterday on gospel.com on my Substack page. And the question was simply, has God used gospel in your life? Now, this is a brother, a common man, just like you and me, a common man who took the time to respond to this question with four or five other men, which says a lot in itself, that men would step up and speak up on behalf of their God and their Savior and give Him praise and honor and glory. Men! In a day where men are lacking spiritual balls to do so, Brother Chuck says, my brutally forthright and honest brother, Andrew, I praise God for you daily. He said, I joined Gab, leaving Facebook to find truth. There was a period of meandering to test the spirits until I found your feeds. I am raised Southern Baptist, tested full gospel, evangelical Lutheran, and many lesser known demons. I've even ventured into the feel-good fluff of Osteen. Well, school that. Wheaton College, but left there after my four years feeling empty. I joined a veteran motorcycle club, rising through chapter state and eventually landing as a national chaplain, recently retired after 11 years. I was born at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, to a E-6 Infantry Airborne Ranger Green Beret Atheist and a Baptist mother. After 21 years, Dad became a full-time criminal for the thrill. I thought the sun rose and set in Dad's behind, and as a result, I served over 11 years in prison. Five different times coming to our Lord and Savior at the fifth time while facing a Texas habitual sentence of life for being a career criminal. My spiritual life has not been easy as I have to repent daily to maintain my standing before the Most High, Sovereign God Almighty. Yet here I am, turning 70 yesterday, a Vietnam vet, ex-con, God-fearing follower of Andrew Horville's teaching of God's tit-for-tat truths, simplicity. He says, thank you, Andrew and Lynn, for allowing me into your lives. Thank you. Christ first, brethren, all of you, for accepting me. And he says, use this as you see fit. It's a Reader's Digest version, and I see it to, to fit right into today's episode, Common Man, number 296. Because here is a common brother in Christ who has humbled himself before Almighty God, and unless you and I do the same, we deceive ourselves. He goes on and he finishes. He says, I will go to my grave, a wounded Christian, dodging the Christian snipers while thanking my Lord and Savior for all of his redeeming love. He says, fact of the matter, I've gotten pretty good at this. My salvation only depends on my God's love for me. Thank you, Jesus Christ. He ends. Jesus is the beginning and the end. He rightfully ends this commentary. 
this encouragement that he gave to another brother in Christ, the same encouragement that became a domino effect among common men. I was encouraged. One man, one common man encouraged by these words. As I was encouraged by the other men who had commented on this same question that I asked yesterday, was gospeled? Has God used gospel to be a blessing to them? Then another brother in Christ, Rick Weiscarver, Rick, Rick Weiscarver, my brother, good friend, he was inspired to become a contributor on gospel because of these words. And he wrote an article, Paradigms, Parasites, and Paul. After he was triggered by Chucks talking about Christian snipers and their effect on the body of Christ. So he built on it and he wrote his first article on gospel.com. Now this then in return triggered Swamp Dweller, a sister in Christ, to respond to this article and say beautifully stated that she enjoyed reading it. And then another sister in Christ, Liz Thompson, tuned in. Beautiful way to start my day. Reading the paid in full article, my heart is full of the Lord. Thank you. And then Christopher comments on the article and says, living in today's crazy world, we need that peace. Peace that passes all understanding. He says, God created us specifically to be able to handle things we will face in our future, but it's our choice to fall into the sin of the world that will consume us or choose Jesus to help carry us to glory. Having a positive Christian outlook in all situations is truly better than drowning in the sin that kills us. Yet another common man speaks. Yet common men and women come together as they assemble together in the presence of Christ. And it's through these comments and this commentary that I see the Spirit of God move. Inspired men. Inspired women who are not interested in the small seed Christ carrots that are dangled before our faces every single day by social media and celebrity gods of commercial Christianity and of the Antichrist who think they are above the common man. One of these overused small seed Christ carrots I believe today is our national motto, whether people know this or not. But our national motto is, in God we trust, America says. Yet I read in 2 Kings 3, 2, And he wrought evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his father and like his mother, for he put away the image of Baal that his father had made. So America has a God, all right, a God that they trust in, a God called Bail that will even dangle small seed Christ carrots before the common man, but I'm not biting them. I'm not biting them, my friends. Yesterday, I guess it was National Nut Day on Twitter. And the first thing that came to mind is that I trust none of them. None of them nuts. The repugnant nuts nor the democrat nuts that believes that it, it's that it's they are above the common man. That they believe that they are equal and one with Christ. 
And it's today that we live in that the common man has become thirsty and has become tired of consuming these dry nuts that are thrown at us in this circus called life. Psalm 114, 7-8, Tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, which turned the rock into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. And my question to you, my friend, is, are you thirsty? It's because when you go to the valley to dig the ditches, and then you begin to see the rocks produce water, that you begin to understand and know who Jacob is. You know who the source of this water is. You know the well that Jacob drank from. I saw a post yesterday also on Twitter from Rolling Stone. I do not consider them to be any sort of arbiters of truth. But this title read, Kanye West wants to build his own mini-city called the Yako System. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. But if it is true, Mr. Ye, you lost me here. Because I was good with Born Again. I was good when you said that this country needs to repent. I was good when you put forth your Antichrist rant. But not this. I'm not interested in anybody's ecosystem. I'm not interested in a Horville sphere. I'm not interested in a, a gab verse. JD, the Patriot replies, says, I don't want any part of the Yako system, but I'm glad that he's doing it. He says, maybe it could pull a power away from the new world order, deep state cabal. But my brother, in Christ, my brother in Christ, the Yako system isn't going to do it. Christian nationalism isn't going to do it. Horville sphere isn't going to do it. Gab verse isn't going to do it. Only Jesus Christ, the Lord. The one who produces water from the rocks. All of this reminds me of Simon the Sorcerer in the book of Acts. When I read these things, thinking that they can sell Christianity. You have your rewards, my friends, if this were so. Because I'm only interested in the kingdom, period. I'm only interested in the kingdom, period. Upstate 901 says, remember, this is the same person that mocked Jesus with the Yeezus tour about two years ago. And I replied, I believe to this sister in Christ that there is always room for repentance. For such were some of us. But yeah, I agree. I agree that these ecosystems and parallel spheres in the names of men are not good. We are but common men who are in need of a great God who rises above the commonality of this world. I can only hope that this was true concerning Mr. Ye, that this is just another case of spiritual immaturity such as we have spoken of even on Gab, the Gab platform. A 20th cent boy replied and says, there have been several stars to try this. Most die or are structurally broken before this goal can be achieved. Not having God's will involved in the building of a utopia is a certain kind of failure that ultimately will not work. It will not work. 
The utopia that they're attempting to replicate is the return of our Christ and our Lord during the millennial reign. You cannot create this. Only Jesus Christ can, and he will, and he is going to, and we will rule and reign with him. All those who choose to drink the water from the rock and realize and understand that you and I are but common man. Jurgen Klopp, he said, best to hear from Mr. Ye directly when it comes to media reports. There's a full-on media assault building against him. I trust nothing from the 90-plus percent of the media either. So I call it the satanic mainstream media. And so I agree. Because, again, Rolling Stone is hardly an arbiter of truth. Full Armor Farm says, from everything I've researched on Kanye, he is a Freemason. Until I see evidence of him openly talking about denouncing Satanism and repentance, I'll look at this as all bread and circuses distractions. He ends, focus on Christ, not fallen stars that proclaim to follow God. Amen, my brother. Keep your eyes on the Lord. We must all keep our eyes on the Lord. And not these Bibles, these small seed carrots that are even waved in front of churches for photo ops. It's also obvious at this point. Yet we still must stay vig- vigilant, knowing that the devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour with these very things. Do not allow these social media gods to manipulate us with their antichrist algorithms. I just saw a post this morning, no surprise at all, going back to Romans chapter 1, the reprobate mind. Madonna had posted on her Instagram stories, she says this. She says, 30 years ago, I published a book called S.E.X. In addition to photos of me naked, there were photos of men kissing men, women kissing women, and me kissing everyone. I also wrote about my sexual fantasies and shared my point of view about sexuality in an ironic way. I spent the next few years being interviewed by narrow-minded people who tried to shame me for empowering myself as a woman. I was called a whore, a witch, a heretic, and the devil. Now Cardi B can sing about her WAP, her WAP. Kim Kardashian can grace the cover of any magazine with her naked behind. And Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. She says, you're welcome, bees. You know what the word bee, she said. She said, you're welcome. And then you wonder why we were at today. And then you wonder why people are not going to the valley to dig the ditches. Because they're drawn to this mess that has destroyed our lives, who has destroyed our society, that has destroyed our country, and they brag about it, and they want credit for it as a God. They said, look what I did. Look what, look what I brought to America. Look what I done to America. She says, thank me. <laughs> At least she doesn't have the audacity to say, thank Almighty God. Because some even do that. Social media attempts to use us for an antichrist advantage 
I posted in a video clip yesterday, but I'm here to tell you I use it for a Christ advantage. And this is Kingdom Chess 101. You see what Madonna's using it for. Therefore, I will use it for Christ. And I'll tell you this, Madonna and everyone else who opposes Christ, checkmate. Because Christ has already won, and I have already won in him. Yes, I'm a common man. God has already won, Ammon. We read in our scheduled reading, Amos 1.13, Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of the children of Ammon and 4.4, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because they have ripped up the women with child of Gilead, that they might enlarge their border. I read a, a comment from Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon. He says the Ammonites seem to have been a predatory and roving nation. A predatory and roving nation. We read, we read throughout Scripture, we understand that nations are peoples. And they're not always necessarily fixed by geographical borders. And actually, if you look at America itself, it consists of many nations just like Babylon and just like Rome. So when one states that they are a carnal Christian American nationalist, they state that they are a Christian Babylonian. These are two antithetical terms. I am a nationalist, just not of this world. I am a kingdom nationalist, period. I am a kingdom nationalist, period. And I rather enjoy being hospitable towards other kingdom nationalists. These are holy men of God who are seeking to keep their eyes on Christ, knowing they are but common men, knowing that small c Christ carrots are being dangled before our faces every single day. I just don't, I just don't know many of these men. I wish I was surrounded by men, all these men. Do not envy another man who, who gives all of his heart, mind, and soul to Christ. I respect him. Yet there are those who envy me for, for, for just doing that. That's all I'm doing. I'm just a common man. Don't envy me. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Otherwise, you're chewing on a small c Christ carrot in need of repentance. Second Kings 4, 9 through 10, And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. A woman who talked to her husband identified a holy man of God. And she said, Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. But those I know, and I know a few, these are men that understand that they are common and that they fall short of the glory of God. I fall short of the glory of God every single day. I will fail you. You will fail me, but Jesus will never fail us. Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Seven, the number seven is a mark from God that we read about in 2 Kings chapter 4. And six is the mark of men that fall short of the mark of God. 
Verse 35, then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times. And the child opened his eyes. It was the seventh time. The seventh sneeze. Then the child opened his eyes. I wonder how many times I sneezed before my eyes were opened in Christ. Because I didn't become a Christian until the age of 18. Yet the Lord had dealt with me time and time again as angels as the angels of God ministered unto me unto the day of salvation. I wonder if I sneeze seven times. I will conclude this message entitled Common Man number 296 with a common woman that we've been talking about, this Shumanite woman. I will have you know, my friends, that this Shumanite woman faced the death of a child. This Shumanite woman faced famine all in one chapter. Yet the child lived. In verse 36, and he called Gehazi and said, call the Shumanite. So he called her. And when she was coming unto him, he said, take up thy son. The child lived. They faced famine. This Shumanite woman faced famine at the very same time. Yet they all ate in verse 43. And his servitor said, what shall I set this before a hundred men? He said again, give the people that they may eat for thus saith the Lord. They shall eat and shall leave thereof. Verse 44, so he said it before them. They did eat and left thereof according to the word of the Lord. They did eat. Who ate? My friends, who ate? Common men. Common men like you and I. Psalm 115. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory. For thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is now their God? But our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. Their idols are silver and gold. The work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes, they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them. So is everyone that trusteth in them. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. I pray that this episode of Gospeled was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray 
that God would use this podcast mightily for His glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.